Welcome to Life at Your Own World Podcast. I'm your host, Will Venus, and today I'm joined by my husband, Jay, again. We've got so much to talk about. First of all, uh, the funeral of Paul O'Grady. It was one of the most thoughtful funerals that I've ever seen. Not that we've seen all of it. We're going to talk about Jay's granddad and what we've been doing for this week, because it's been such a hectic week. So sit back, relax, enjoy, follow the pod, and let's get going, yeah. So, Jay... How are you? I'm tip top of the room, very well, thank you. How are you? Where did that come from? I just feel a bit tip, jolly. Tip, say, say that again? Tip top of the room, I just feel jolly, like I'm just watched Mary Poppins, which I hasn't, but you know. Maybe it's because you just, because uh, you've just woken up after a granddad nap. Yeah, I know, I ha- and I had a Yeah, we both have actually, because we've both been up since 5am and it's now 6 so I'd, you know what I'm looking at the clock and I sometimes struggle with 24 hours it's now 10 to 7 at night that's GMT so not GMT BST actually British summertime yeah so the funeral of Paul O'Grady if you don't know who Paul O'Grady is he was a British national institution he was a comedian a TV presenter a, an animal enthusiast animal protector and Years ago, he was a drag queen. His drag alter ego was Lily Savage. He passed away aged 67 a few weeks. Is it a few weeks ago now, Jay? Yeah. Yeah, and although we weren't invited to the funeral, why would we be? Which <laughs> he did, Paul O'Grady didn't know who we were, although he did see us uh, when we went to see him in Miss Hannigan. Check out that episode that I did a few weeks ago. Anyway, it was his funeral, and I saw the photos and videos online Oh my goodness! I don't. I mean, I don't know about you, Jay. Did you see the photos and videos? Yeah, Paul is a marvel. Was or still is a marvelous man. Yeah, his legacy will last forever. Yeah, when one thing I want to say is when he first did his TV telly, like his daytime show at five o'clock. He, if you don't know, he did a like a variety show on like five o'clock on Channel Four, then ITV had guests on and it fun, you know. Yeah, it was like a, a bit like this morning and at tea time. But much better. Yeah, and he what he did was he made sure that all the jobs who were going for the cast the crew were put on the job center. So if you don't if you're in America, did he really? Yeah, so in America, if you're not job center, it's like you go where you don't have a job and you get paid to look for jobs so you can live and find a job. He made sure that people could have a break like him because he's done so many jobs. He's done like he used to be a like a right, so social we'll, worker. We'll, we'll we'll get back to that, but okay. I mean, going by the funeral, the the scenes that I saw. I mean, his husband was on the. What do you call that thing that pulls the, I mean it was a horse-drawn carriage horse-drawn carriage, and at the back of course was the coffin and oh god and in with the coffin and like the, what do you call that thing, the cabinet or? The casket. No not the casket, that's a coffin. I mean the thing like the, what do you call it? The thing that holds the coffin inside of it, the thing that the horse was drawing. The carriage. Yeah, that, yeah, that's it, the carriage. Inside that was a load of flowers, and then I didn't realise until one of the videos ended, it was a wreath, and the wreath was in the shape of one of his dogs that had passed away, Buster, and it had, of course, a wreath is made out of flowers, and the collar, it had Buster written on it, and I thought that was one of the most thoughtful things ever. And then beside the guy who was controlling the horse, whatever you call that person, was his husband, and... His husband had hold of his little white dog called Conchita. 
Yeah, Paul had lots of dogs. He had Conchita, sausage. He's had these goats, these chickens. Yeah, pigs, famous dog called owls. Olga. Yeah. And, of course, that was really thoughtful as well. It was a private funeral, so we don't know what goes on there, and quite rightly so, because he was quite a private man. And I saw a photo of Paul's daughter, Sharon, with a young lad who I can only assume was his grandson. Now, when I first saw this photo, I thought he, I, I didn't really notice what he had in his arms, and I just thought it was a cardigan or a, like a, a blanket or something, but no. When I watched another YouTube video and I had captions, it said that I actually took a sharp intake of breath when I saw this, and it said, carrying in this person's arms the Lily Savage wig. So, I don't know if Paul had put in the plans for his funeral to do that, or his family just took it upon themselves, but he took Lily to his funeral. They had the Lily wig on the wig block at the funeral, and I, well, that, it was that that got me, because if you're new to this podcast, I'm a lace wig maker and I'm just obsessed with wigs, and they mean a lot to people, and of course they mean a lot to drag queens, and that says to me that although you had kind of put Lily to rest in the convent for a while, he did still have a fondness for her, and it's a bit like saying thanks for the things that he brought, that she brought him. The last time, last thing we heard of Lily, she was in Amsterdam working in a cafe. I thought she was in a convent. She was, but she was in, after that, she was saying on the radio, he said on the radio show with Malcolm, that he was um, in Amsterdam in a cafe, getting raided. Right. And of course there was the story that when Paul was performing as Lily Savage way back in the 80s or 90s, and the police had raided the place completely kitted out in rubber gloves and Paul had said oh you've come to the washing up well yeah. Lily had said that this yeah. is because they thought they could catch AIDS from them by just touching their hands like no yeah but they didn't true. know back then yeah no but yeah and it happened a lot of times so you know yeah but oh hello cat the cats just came to join the podcast and the dog's sitting right here as well so it's yeah it's a, it's a family podcast uh, we'd be trying to keep it as clean as possible but you know we're all adults here and I do tick the explicit button so you're welcome. Yeah, and so that, you know, brings an end to such a life well lived. And I mean, like I said in the previous podcast, he was, well, Lily was a lot like my first introduction to drag. My mum absolutely adored Paul O'Grady, would never miss any of his tea time shows or any other shows, read all the books that were out by that point, all of his books. She just absolutely adored him. And so, yeah, I'm I'm really gonna miss him in '67. It's it's so young, isn't it? Yeah, and mum as well. Mum, it's mum's favorite as well. You know. Yeah, yeah, Jay's mum. Yeah, she he, she loved like, him as well. Eyes down to like the dog show. You know. Yeah, we've show. been watching that Eyes Down, uh, starring Paul O'Grady, Sheridan Smith, uh, the guy that's now in Corey, Tony Maudsley. Tony Maudsley, aye. Uh, who plays Christine? I've seen her in various I can't things. I remember, but. They're all. It's a great show. It's so funny, and there's um the older lady who is. Oh, she was in EastEnders in the uh, very early nineties. What's her name? Mary is her. The car- character's called Mary, but what's the actress' I name? I can't remember. It's. it's oh, we'll, we'll figure it out and put it in the show notes. But yeah, we we spent yesterday, which was his funeral, just watching a lot of his best bits, really, just yeah. to. 
Yeah. Just to cheer us up because it was a weird day yesterday. It was. And Ray, he plays Ray Temple, who's grandmother's German, and he's like kind of a wimp, and he's kind of selfish. But he does yeah. care deep down, but he doesn't want to seem like he cares because he wants to keep that image up because he, he hates his job. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's one of those characters that likes to act hard, but he does have heart. Yeah, and he, he's a bingo hall host, so he does the numbers like 88 Two Fat Ladies, that sort of thing. Yeah. Was it only on for two seasons? It was 14 episodes. God. It's a shame, because I used to watch that years ago when I was a wee nipper, but I shouldn't have done, but I watched it anyway. Yeah, well, there's a lot of things we watch when we're young that we shouldn't. Exactly. You know. I remember watching Bad Girls and that woman had a brain tumour and thought my mum was going to die the next day. I watched Bad Girls as well, but anyway. Yeah, that was a great show. Anyway. Yeah, so that brings an end to an iconic career in life. Uh, yeah. And going on the lines of people that are no longer with us, Jay wanted to talk, about talk great, a little bit about his great-granddad. His great-granddad, so the yeah. mic's yours. Yeah, it's his birthday tomorrow, so he would have been born in 1914 so he would have been 109 tomorrow if you say so my math doesn't something, math. something like that the math ain't mathin yeah basically yeah <laughs> i just i know i had him for 10 years so it sounds like i've had a, it's like a pet no you know you know what yeah. I mean? you know what i mean you know i do miss him but he was stubborn i'll put this out here he was because i can't deny that but he was lovely in his own right you know he he cared and he's you know did he influence anything in your life? Yeah, he, I think he influenced my TV watching. Not football, obviously, but, you know, my love of, like, sitcoms and stuff like Mum did. Mum still does, but, you know, yeah, because he loved a lot of the same stuff that I did, like, you know, and it's like, I miss, I, I miss some, you know, like, just sitting there in the chair, you know. Did he ever tell you stories? Yeah, I know, like, when he, I know one story was he was in... In the war in Dunkirk, he was going over in the boat. The war in Dunkirk. Or, yeah, he was going over. He he offered to go on top of the man the guns. Was that the what time period was that? Nineteen forties. Nineteen forties. Yeah, okay. so, so that's that. like the World Second World War, World War yeah. time. Okay. And he went up, and he realised he made a stupid mistake. Oh, I'm not doing. I'm going back down. Once he got to Dunkirk, they got told to go back in again, so he really didn't done much. So it's just lucky for him, you know. And when he joined the war, he was um he was a he was a plumber plus roofer. And he went round and said, "No, you have to stay because you're you're important to the war effort here." So he just went round again and lied, you know. <laughs> and then yeah, so when he got back, yeah, there was a lot of young guys that did that. They lied about their age so they could fight. Yeah, yeah. and then and then when my my grand when Nora was born, he he got he got given twenty four hours leave, so he was cycling in the snow just to go and see our his firstborn. Oh. You know, and I don't think he ever got over. You know, he's like his youngest, Marlon, who passed away when. Like when I was a baby, yeah, and you know, and then when he was older, he, he became a bookie or a tough accountant. If you're if you're from Hyacinth Land, yeah, from you keeping know. up appearances, yeah. <laughs> the tough accountant. Yeah, so basically, what for it was legal. The large but, house, <laughs> swimming pool, room for a pony. Because back in the sixties, like oh, fifty, you weren't supposed to um, be it. Like it was illegal to do it until it was legal. So you did it. You Gambling it was, was illegal. Like being a bookie was illegal. A bookie, so you had okay. to do it. On the, you had to do it on the streets and stuff like that. You had to do it on the thing on the slide. He had his own bookie shop, you know, and like one in a um, couple of bookie shops, yeah. So he did that, and he always alertly, like, you may not agree with gambling, but that's what puts food on your table, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's been really nice to my mum and my uncle because, my late uncle, because, um, well, you young ones don't probably don't know, but back in the day. You young ones, you're hardly old yourself. Yeah, I know, but. Jay's six years younger than I am. 
yeah, but back then there was no benefits, there was no support. So if you yeah. had kids, it's getting to, to be work, that way now. Yeah. yeah. So basically, thanks to the Tories. Yeah. Great. One day that my mum um, and my uncle were ill. I think it's chicken pox or something, measles or something. They stayed at my grand, my great grandparents' house just across the road. Mm-hmm. I so, love all that. How yeah. families used to be kind of closer together yeah. in the same neighbourhood. I love that. Yeah. You don't get that anymore. No, you don't. But they stayed there and they said, Mum's in Brazil. That in the new house, that's my room. And so, you know, they just stayed there because my grand Laura obviously was working busy at the telephone exchange, you know. Because back in the day, you had to put the, the prongs in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because normally nowadays you just phone a number up and it calls. Connecting, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's what you had to do back then. But anyway, yeah, so she worked there early, early, so they stayed there. So, so we're now talking about your. Your grand, your nonna. Yeah, yeah. that's not, what not happened. Not great, yeah. Yeah, and then obviously my mum stayed with my great-grandparents, eh? so yeah. So he was a big influence on her, you know, and her uncle became obviously her sort of like brother, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was nice week, and he really looked after her because she got to go on holiday with him a lot, like to Yugoslavia, Yugoslavia, which is now Croatia, Slovenia, you know. Yeah. And all that Bulgaria, that sort of stuff, you know, and it's nice, and she grew up, and she had a lovely childhood with them both, you know. And she was growing up well, you know, and it's like, when he was, yeah, and then, you know, I mean, and I think getting to see her get married was one of her highlights, you know, and then, obviously, when I was born, I think he was just born again, because he had someone, to, you know, to, a wee one to look yeah. after, you know. Another and, chance to put, yeah, right, his mistakes, yeah. kind and of thing. Yeah, mum was saying once. That sounds familiar. Yeah. I remember once, um, apparently, he was going out somewhere, like, to the casino, and he says he's coming back at a certain time. And then it comes 10, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, and he knows it doesn't come 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And he comes in at 1 o'clock, and mum says, Where the hell have you been? Oh, I got, I forgot where I lived. <laughs> he was running in the taxi, like trying to figure out where he lived because he forgot because he was that bit too tipsy on what he was having. It's like typical him, you know, doing that. And another story was he was going to, um, he was in Newcastle for the races. But unfortunately, he got the train the wrong way. Oh, right. Wrong platform. Yeah. And then mum said, what are you doing back so early? I got the wrong train. And so he just came back and it's like... You know, As you do. Yeah, typical him, you know. Desiree, you know, it's quite funny, you know. And it's like, it's these sweet things that need to be, you know, written down. And I think if he... Well, like for a, a book or something. Yeah. If, if he, I wish he was still or here right podcast. now. podcast. I wish he could have seen me get married. I know he probably would effing and blinding it trying to get upstairs at the Charlotte rooms but you know I wish you could have been there to see it or at least yeah. a live stream it you know because you know it's one of these things where it's like you need your family there to see it you know it's a nice occasion and I think you'd have been happy you know I think you've been happy with you because you love Hope and Lover so much and you would have watched it with you know and Birds and all that yeah he loved all these you know these sitcoms and all that sort of stuff he, he, uh, like you got it gets to the point where you, you get so hyper about a program where you it gets so panicky if he misses it or yeah. what's coming on is like so was he, was he the kind of man that would be like rushing home in time to see something? Yeah, especially like bit of a do, a bit of a do. Like he was. Bit of a do. That's a, a UK comedy. Yeah, with yeah David Jason. And David like, Jason yeah. and uh, Gwen Taylor. Gwen Taylor. Yeah, he was always like get back for that. He looks so excited, you know. And it's nice to see. Didn't that. your mum say that he liked Birds of a Feather? As Birds of well? a Feather. Yeah, yeah up in the lovers. He loved the. I wonder all, what actually. he would have said when I told him that I've met the Birds of a Feather. I cast. Probably, he would probably be jealous. He even loves the Golden Girls so much. Yeah, because I met Linda Robson. Leslie Joseph and Pauline Quirk, they were all lovely. Pauline Quirk's very shy. Yeah. Which you wouldn't imagine, given the character that she plays, eh? Yeah, you wouldn't, but, yeah. You know, I I just feel that 
no, back then, I think he's worked so hard, you know, for stuff. And another, tell you a funny story. He was going to work, he used to go to Haymarket, if you know Haymarket Station, he used to go there to get trained to West Calder. By the way, I'm just going to put it out there. This is the kind of podcast that you will get the stories from back in the day because we just absolutely adore them. Yeah, basically, he's walking once, right? And then, unfortunately, he falls in a manhole. A, a manhole? A manhole going down to Haymarket, I think it was, yeah. Randomly. Oh like, my god. Yeah. And another one, this is a little more hilarious. There's a place where Ali's cave, I think it was, in. If it's that place down in Lovian Road, Tallcross. Yeah, it's still there, I think. Yeah, and it's an ad- might be called something else, but it's still there. Yeah, it's an advert going around to advertise in the seventies, right? That's the kind of shop that just sells everything. Yeah, like from hair gel to electrical equipment to clothes to from Mars. Yeah. yeah, cigarette paper, everything. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, he does that, right? We go around the, the advert, right? And my grand, my, my great nana, my great grand, uncle, and mum and his uncle are watching this advert, and all they see is my great grand papa. He's called. Where he's sticking his nose up round at, his, at the <laughs> shop, not at the shop because he smells a bad smell. And all you see him is doing that, and it's like <laughs> on a deli. Oh, on the deli, he's like, oh my god, you know, and like only him would do that and try and advertise the shop. But it's like you never get that anywhere else, you know. No. And I think yeah, it's great. And I think you know, and, and the fact that then he bought a guest house, you know, like non and that, it's like you know, good on him just you know to buy invention do something different. I don't. Yeah, thanks for sharing that about your great-granddad, Jay. Yeah. Uh, that was really nice, and if you really like stories from back in the day, do you listen now? Write in. Send us a telegram. Do you still get telegrams? Yes, send a song from Morse code. Even. Morse Yep. Morse code. Any of the youngsters remember that? Uh, yeah, so now we want to talk about weirdos. Now, I'm not talking about good weirdos, because... Well, I would consider both of us good weirdos. I'm we talking are. like weird, odd, strange weirdos. And Jay wanted to share about some that comes into his work. Oh, there are a lot. You get people... I mean, I understand that some people have, you know, addictions, learning difficulties and things. That's understandable, but I'll, I'll, I'll leave you to explain. Well, basically, last week, or the week before, we had someone who apparently... Because Jay works in retail. Yeah, apparently, apparently... Someone, apparently, that's what he's grand. Apparently, apparently, <laughs> someone tried to eat, actually ate a bit of toothpaste and spat it out. Toothpaste. Why would you want to eat toothpaste? Apparently, didn't like the taste. But well, like, I'm not surprised. It's not meant for eating. It's meant for brushing. I know. For brushing. Yeah, and then someone was sick, like puking sick, right? They threw up. Yeah, they, but but they smelled it, right? My colleague. Um, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Why? Why would your colleague be smelling the sick? Because no, no, because they smell it, but they know it happened and smell something. Oh right, I thought you meant they were going up to it and like hovering above it and going. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 nothing like that. No, and then what happened was apparently, apparently, he um, shot himself down his leg at the same time. You know, it, oh. luckily it didn't hit the floor, but I have God. been told that a lot of people like say there's one woman who peed herself. Didn't realise she was peeing herself on the shop floor. Oh. Had her shopping trolley. Well, I mean, if she was incontinent, then yeah, she couldn't help that. Yeah, of course, but I don't know what it was. I think she was just drunk. Like, but in, but like, I, I used to know someone that did that on purpose. Yeah, and mm. then... I, I no longer know her now. But I knew, what, well, I knew of her. I didn't know her personally. But what happened was, you accidentally used the trolley, and the trolley spread the pee around the shop. On the wheels. And oh, yeah. so it dragged it. Yeah, it dragged it along. I've had people who have punched the window, 
try from to punch my manager inside. Yeah, in, in, inside, well, into, outside into inside. Then try to punch my manager. I've had people right behind me trying to steal perfume, you know. From behind the counter. Behind the counter, yeah. We've had people, you know, like, try, like, we've had, like, teenagers trying to steal a whole, like, um, belly basket of um, COVID tests. Like, What's a belly basket? So it's like a basket, like a wire basket, and you can put stuff in it. It doesn't have to be neat. And oh, is that like the displays you have in the middle of the yeah, floor or whatever? Basically, yeah. And then they had that, and they said, "My mum's got COVID," and like you know, and it's like, oh, so it's little Neds. Yeah, one of my colleagues had to be a, a, a barrier, you know, and it's like, why, yeah. why would you want to steal a load of COVID tests? Because they just think they can maybe get money off them. They just do it for fun. It's for f- fun. And then someone like you know how they're kicking a ball. About how old were they? About fifteen, I think. Oh, 15, so now they're, they're trying to act smart and hard. Yeah, right. and then an older guy, right, maybe like, maybe about, just a bit older than you, maybe, actually stole... Oh, that's not old. Older. Then someone tried to steal two, like, ba- two packs of bin bags. Hang on, I'm just going to get my pipe and slippers. Oh, yeah. No, they tried to steal <laughs> bin bags, of all things. Bin bags? Yep, bin bags. Were they, uh, some sort of couture designer with... No, they were, they, were, they were silk lined, obviously, because where I work is very posh, right? But yeah, no, 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 yeah, but no, no, they try to steal that, and it's like, then they steal, like, the L'Oreal pro, L'Oreal men's, sorry, other products are available. They do try and steal that sort of stuff, and it's like, what's the point? I can yeah. understand it if you're really poor and you need the stuff and you can't afford it and no one can help you, but yeah. a lot of them are just doing it because of the fact they can. And they look outside the, the door to see if who's, you know... I mean, I know you're not meant to judge things, but... Sometimes you just can't help, and you think they're just doing it for a hell of a yeah, for the I, hell of it, yeah. And I had this person; it was a mum, a mum and her mum, where a child just wanted to drink, yeah. or, or 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 a lolly, like or a chocolate lolly, whatever it was, and it was like shouting like, "Put it, put it down now!" And like, everything blind and saying like, you know, like you how old yeah. we are, and then they to speak to their children. Yeah, and the, other, and the mother, I think it was, had like wooden teeth, her, a few bit, a few <laughs> wood, like teeth. wooden looking teeth. I mean, we've not got perfect teeth, but yeah, wooden teeth. <laughs> yeah, it looks like that, right? You know, and it's like, yeah, how that person's going to grow up? Oh, you know, not good anyway. You guess what you get there? It's like, how could how could this happen in one shop? Yeah, it's like crazy, honestly crazy. I don't know how they live at night knowing that they're they're making us demented. Well, when I worked in Sainsbury's, we had none of that. Yeah, but you watched it. Worked in a posh supermarket. Well, it's only Sainsbury's, but it was in the middle of a poshish area. Oh yeah. But the, I mean, the posh people, they were some of the worst. Because I mean, uh, we had. I remember this one guy, and I think he had a catering company, and it spent something like a thousand pounds on food, and it was like, like five hundred pounds worth of meat. And all the rest was just veg and, you know, just supplies for a kitchen. And then it came to payment time. And he paid in cash. What? Coins. What? He paid in coins. You shouldn't have accepted it. Well, we had, we had it. It's legal tender. Yeah, but you should, no, but it should be say you can't pay that much in coins because it, it's not, not fair on you. So we had to call Scary Linda. <laughs> and <laughs> well, Scary Linda, that's what we called the supervisor, so she brought along... It was like this trolley thing, so she could take away the surplus cash, and yeah, he paid for that. And I was like, "Do you need any help packing?" He's like, "No." Then halfway through, he changes his mind, saying, "Pack it for me, will you?" It's not that difficult. Wow. Yeah, and I think he had no. That was no, no, no. 
he'd bought a, a CD. Remember those CDs? Compact discs. Yep. And, uh, of course, when you work in certain places, it has, like, the security case on it. Yeah, and you've got to take it off. I had off. to take it off, and he's like, oh, it can't be that bad. It must be, it must be simple. Just take it off. Hurry up. Well, you don't... Do you work at Sainz? Do you work? Do you know how it works? No. So stop Honestly, your I mean, there is, I mean, there is some... Well, a few nice rich people. Yeah, but... but... rich people... God! It's like they think I've, I've got, like, a divine right to... Yeah. Treat you like they've just scraped you off the bottom of their well, shoe. I had someone at the airport and, like... When you went to the airport? Yeah, he said, bag. Knowing, can I have bags? He says, bag, expecting a bag. And it's like... You do realise they're 5p for a small one, because Alton didn't yeah. like a sandwich bag. Then I had this other guy. Do you know I'd be so tempted to say, yeah, pay it, bitch. Yeah, and I had this other guy, right? And not, like, he was, I think he was, he was foreign. I'll not say where he's from, but he wanted his receipt back because you can get taxed back at the airport for your purchase, and it's all a wee bit, but right. the toll wasn't working when I was on. Every we, little we don't helps. Yeah, I know. We don't actually use that one very, don't use that one very much, and they couldn't get a receipt. And he waited for 45 minutes, standing in the queue, not letting anyone pass. For the sake of how much money? A couple, a couple of pounds. And it's like, you know, just effing go. I'm sorry the receipt didn't print out because of that. Yeah, things it's happen. Not, yeah. And then I, think, I think it was the same day when, I don't know if you remember, like maybe back in 2017, 2018, all the visa cards went off. They no, in Europe. So basically we had all these people coming. So we had all these lovely French people coming in, chatting to us in French. Yeah. I do not speak French. And but I'll let the funky music do the talking. Yeah, telephone a la police. Oh, I can't speak French. Telephone a la police. Anyway. Yeah, that was Gosselin, wasn't it? Yeah. How and can I remember that? I don't know. And then we had to get these. Normally, you probably know you get vouchers if your flight's delayed or later cancelled, right? Yeah. You can get cards as well. I've only ever been on two flights because I'm a very sheltered life person. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, you're just scouting over that. Oh. No, okay. you're not. You're not. Okay, I'm okay. Not. Yeah, not. I'm right. just saying that. Basically, get cards now, like like credit cards, debit cards. They are visa. They don't. If you don't know, say it's three or six pound, right? Each card. They didn't know how much was on the card, and they couldn't speak English. So my survivor had to go around and try and work it out. Right. What's going on with the cards in terms of the visa cards were down, so no one could pay with stuff for like <laughs> like for like six hours, and it's like, this is this is bellish because obviously I want because they're chatting to us like and they're trying to be friends with us. We don't speak French because well, yeah. it was Polish. I mean, I'm sure like, they were perfectly nice. They are nice. It's just they don't understand, and it's like you know, the audacity. Then another really funny story. A certain rugby team came in one day, and I got what to rugby certain... team? Should I say what they are? Yeah. Uh, the French rugby team came in. Okay. And then obviously they didn't speak, but anyway, then as far as half an hour I was on my break, and half an hour later, I, re- I got a, an article in the news saying apparently all got taken off the plane because of their disorderly behaviour on the plane, and I just oh, served right. them like served them right for no saying nice things to me and saying hello. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's your karma. Yeah, karma nice, always comes to bite I'm you nice in the to, I'm nice to most people when I serve them because I believe that being nice to someone is chatting to them. It could be the only person you talk to all day. You know, especially because I've in the last few years, just be nice to me as well because, yeah, you know, I'm being nice and to you. And to anyone listening who's thinking about being rude to shopkeepers, oh, well, shopkeepers or shop workers, shop assistants, don't. Just don't. No, you know what? You know, as my mum always said, good manners cost nothing. No, and you don't know what we go through in a day. No, and you don't know what their life's like at home no because you don't know that we've all the shit we have to get put through because we've got people that are so nasty and ruined demand so much or they get annoyed with all the products some people are like 
but we came here especially for it, yeah, but it doesn't mean we have it in. You should have phoned or checked on the website. You yeah. can't you can't expect to have it just because you're coming in for it. And you've got to be patient as well. Like we're only human, we've got two hands. Yeah. I'm, I'm autistic, dyspraxic, so I've got it takes a bit longer for me, so you've got to make sure that you're just being polite and making sure that it's Yeah, but there. a lot of people are just no. ableists. They are, and a lot of them just feel it's there because it's them, they're the late person, and they think because then they get served first and that. You get a lot of people... It's like, I am here to be served, so yeah. service me. Exactly. I had someone, was it last week, I had to say Q, 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 didn't know what Q was, he just went in front. And a lot of say, no, you go around the back to the Q. See, I've, mm-hmm. I've got a very suspicious and cynical mind, so I think, mm, did they really not know the concept of a Q? I don't know. Mm. I don't really know, to be honest, but it's, it's annoying anyway. Really annoying. You know, but I can't stand people like that. I just can't stand people. Certain people. Certain <laughs> yeah, I'm only joking. Yeah, I love people. I love people no. just as long as you're not a dick. Yeah, it's crazy. Like you know, you know who the nicest people are in the world. I think are the Swedish, especially working at the airport. The Swedish, the Italians, the Spanish. I think they're the nicest people. It's actually why. Because they talk to you, they know about English, you know, they, they actually genuinely want to, you know, ask right. you questions. Because, like, you get, and especially Americans as well. Americans actually asked me once, like, what are what is Milton Mulberry? Like, what's Port Vine? You have to, you get to explain, you know, <laughs> what, well, <laughs> it took me a second to remember, but I actually just thought, isn't that cheese? No. No, it's pork pies, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. For a second, I thought it was cheese. <laughs> no, no, you know that, and you get to pick stuff for the Scottish stuff, and it's nice, but, yeah, it's the people in the other part of the Britain are not very nice, I'll mention, but, because... Who? No, everyone wants the tea. Who is it? Oh, just sometimes English, because I've been called a bell end. I've been called a bell end for not staring on alcohol after 10 o'clock, you know, and things like that, and they're not very... The English, they're gonna they're gonna come up for you, and it's, and some of the Scottish as well because they get. You know what I find at the airport was really Surely not Scottish, but really. You know what I find really We're hilarious though. People at the, at the airport when you can you can't tell them, but when they come and say, "Oh, I missed my flight because they never showed it," and it's like you can tell they're they're rat arse, they're K-line, yeah. they're pissed, and it's like K-line. You just you just like eternally laugh because he, like, you know. You know it's it's their fault that like you're desperate to make a smug face, but you can't. You can't, and you turn terribly like. It's your fault. You missed your flight. Not not their fault. So, haha, you have to pay an extra money for our next flight. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's and it's funny when Sarah things funny go out at the airport. You know, like um, one of my old colleagues somewhere else actually worked at the airport, and they're doing a free toll. Was it free toll twelve shift or something like that? And then the airport. Free toll twelve. How many hours is that? Seven or eight. I don't know. A long one then. Yeah, and then they they were going home, and then the airport got locked down. Why? Do you know why? Because someone had come in for a flight, but guess where he worked? Don't know. In a metal factory. Okay. He never washed his hands. Went for security, and his hands, obviously, the metal on it went buzzed, and for six hours the airport was locked down. She couldn't How get would home. that look? I, I don't understand. Because metal, I... metal would go for the detector. If you had metal, it could have been a bomb, or it could have been a yeah, gun. Yeah, but you how can you hide something on the, your, the your dust, bare hands. It was metal dust from his work. He never washed his hand. Oh. Yeah, so he didn't do that. It was because the airport... Right, shouldn't he be wearing gloves working with metal? Yeah, but it probably... You know, like, I'm, I'm just thinking if you have tiny fragments of metal on your bare hand, would that not get stuck in your skin? Possibly, yeah. I don't know how it worked, but yeah, that's what happened. He was... The airport was shut down for six hours. You know, I bet he was popular. Yeah, I know. And it's like, the audacity of that, because like... You're you know, turning into Charlotte Dobry. The audacity! 
Oh, sorry, if you're listening, Charlotte, I'm po- I apologise. I apologise. Sure, I'll never listen to this, but we'll, we'll give it a mention here and in the show notes. Yeah. She's far too busy these days. Yeah, I just want to give out a shout-out to um, a certain couple again, the Scarborough couple, just to make sure if they're, oh, they're doing all right. And hope our Alan, Alan and our Jamie. Yeah, I hope Alan's all right when he's little, little Jamie's away in little Norway doing his little job. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know if there's any more videos coming out now, and that would be much appreciated. Thank you very glad. We did that unison. Love that. We did. Nana stay. Live, laugh, love. Nana, Nana stays. <laughs> Honestly, you know. Honestly, if you want to laugh, we'll we'll leave their um their YouTube channel in the show notes. Go and watch the channel. Subscribe to it. Like the videos. Comment. They're such a lovely couple, and they're so talented. And they're called. Isolation, Isolation creations. creations. I I and found them in twenty twenty. Yeah, how did how did you find them? So basically, I as you don't know, I love looking at old like training videos, like American British training videos, like the really funny ones from the nineties, seventies, eighties. Yeah. And they had one. It Whereas be... I love watching old videos. That oh, old videos. I love watching old adverts from like the eighties, nineties. Yeah, same here. Yeah. And this one was a parody of do you know you probably American people know Joe Osco at the supermarket. It was a parody of like um, with the customers first, customers first, and the parody customers of that. First. Yeah, that's it. And basically, they had this <laughs> character Sherry Stump. I love all that. Yeah, and Sherry Stump's obviously you know has Foster, Foster beer can earrings. And all oh, that I lo- stuff. oh, I love those earrings. They're such a nice touch. Yeah, it's so it's, cool. Sherry's lovely, and it's basically how not to do customer service, basically. Yeah. And then, but I always, always follow it though. Because my customer service is always based on Sherry Stump because Sherry Stump's the, the queen of customer service, <laughs> and it's just so good. And always Mucky Maureen, yeah, love. yeah, and Mucky Maureen as well, of course. But you know, Mucky Maureen on me, yes, yeah, yeah. And that's why I found them. Watch them. I kept saying to you, come and watch them. They I do- know, I know. <clears throat> this happens all the time. Jail say, come and watch this. I know you're really going to enjoy it, and but it takes a long time to persuade me. Yeah, and so that happened with the likes of. The Isolation Creations, The Golden Girls, still game. Hot in Cleveland, Still Game, Frasier, Frasier, che- I would well maybe not Cheers, I'm not that keen on Cheers, but Good Night Sweetheart, Good Night Sweetheart, I would never think of not watching that these I've days now. I've been served officially. Oh, you've been, oh, I love that show. Yeah, and then we watched then, and what happened was after that was I watched, telling you what, and then I watched their license because it was called Gigglebox, it's like a parody of Gigglebox, and I had like talk about TV shows. Yeah. Then I said, and then I said, come and watch, and he bought a calendar. Then it says, all the messages of calendar gone to Edinburgh. So the next week he come and watch it. Uh-huh. He didn't like it so much because it wasn't, because I think it wasn't what you want like about it. Then the week I said, please watch another one. He watched another one. It was all about theatre etiquette. Talking yeah. about pot noodles and stuff like that, you know, and people being funny. And, How know, long ago was that? that Last year it was, but yeah, and he started watching. It was, Maybe not 18 months ago. Yeah, it was. And then, yeah, and it was like, you started watching and they were great. And then we've made like lots of good friends, like Nibbles and Bubbles. and Yeah, Bob shout Daft. out to everyone. And Tracy Ferty, you know, and Richard Bobbin Stuffer, and uh, here she is. Here she is, and like, uh, and and Mc, although I've not McFarland. spoke to her yet, I've not spoke to here she is yet. No, and, Mc, and the McFarlane with their capitals. And the capitals. Yeah, it's just a great community. That's why we're always saying, you know, find your tribe. Yeah, we, honestly, we find we your found tribe there because, like, honestly, every week when well, not every week they're on, it's like an hour, two hours of just fun. Like we were what? Yeah, it's just it's just sheer escapism and camp fun yeah do you know what the most random thing i've ever seen though and everyone's accepted as long as you're not a dick yeah you know what the random most random thing i saw from them the random thing i don't know if you know the women's sue pollard she played um maggie sorry peggy or on sean maggie Owens, that's an actress peggy on sean heidi high yeah it was her on songs of praise singing day by day a hymn 
to clowns in a church. Only to Paul Arthur's be singing a hymn yeah. to clowns day in a church. And it's just <laughs> random. The clowns are dancing, like it's like yeah, and you have say and you have like Silla playing, so there's like a ghost of Silla Black comes on and they have yeah, like but, Silla but videos. No one's quite worked out who she is yet. No. It's really funny, like And it's not us. Honestly, it's not no, us. No, it's not us, like we're not we're you know, not it's not us kid. And it's like, you know, in all the Silla video the Silograms, like I would love a Silogram and they do it every week and it's yeah. like you know like if it's someone's birthday. Yeah, it's just and the videos they do are such top quality because the, the, the like even the Argos picture had an Argos logo on the back. The other and like 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 and I don't know if you've been listening, Alan and Jamie, but this is how much we appreciate your stuff. Like all the small details that you think no one else notices, we do. We notice everything. Like the little Foster's earrings that Sherry Stump has. Like like can you think of can you think of uh, an I, example? The Jay? bog the bog report. So having like this old that old debt the music from the bog report. Yeah. So having like you know the the way and like when they did their Cory spoofs and things like all the like getting the name spelt correctly for the characters, getting the looks correct, getting the the mannerisms, everything. Oh, and and Paul Shane and then Alan doing his Paul Shane is like <laughs> the way he, he moves his head. Like yeah, things, it's like that that to me is craft. You know. Honestly, they need their own tele series. They do. Even even we Mo- should start a petition. Jamie, you should have your own series called Morris. Morris the po- <laughs> Morris the Postmaster. That would be brilliant. Yeah, when when it was in Cory. It's first Coronation time, Street, yeah. And Norris and Morris is like, oh, brilliant. Or Morris and Anita's lover, or something like that. Ex lover. That would be funny. Yeah, it would. Oh no, they're brilliant. I mean, you honestly, you need to laugh, especially to help me through lockdown because they just were there, in their videos every Sunday, and it was like. Someone you could look forward to yeah. and forget about you are stuck indoors. And, it's like, a, and also, it's like a sense of community that you don't find anywhere else. No, you don't, because they just... And it's like, they're lovely, and they know people, and they talk about like how they met Brenda Cowling, and then they met Pete, and they, all that sort of stuff. And it's stories, like, just yeah. stories, life stories. We love yeah, one. and you get to be friends with all those different people, and it's like, it's just... And, the, and like, everyone just accepts people for who and what they are. Yeah, and it's something we do together as a couple every Wednesday, when they're on a Wednesday and Sunday. It's like, yeah. it's something we, because we have different tastes and stuff like that, you know, and it's like, but that is something we really enjoy. Yeah. And it's just, it's just. Because it's, it's just filled with everything that we love. Yeah. Like stuff that was, you know, like from back in the day, back from ages ago. Yeah, because like when TV was, wasn't all CGI and all heavily on effects it's and when, stuff. It's when TV, TV was written properly and directed properly and, and it's not all like far-fetched storylines that you get nowadays yeah and the acting was everybody else part it was of it, a bit no. wooden like the wobbly sets but we love all that yeah especially like in loving memory was it loving memory that one before i heard i, th- I think it was yeah, yeah the one where, the, she, you, where she's got the funeral place. yeah that yeah. you could tell that was quite bad yeah but you you forgive all that because yeah. then it's so nostalgic yeah and you know what i love as well like going on to like sitcoms one of the scenes was in, um, you probably heard of it, is in um, some others who have him, Richard Wilson, who played Dr. Thorpe, and also Victor Mildred, was sitting down in a seat, but the seat was still really so short, it was he was tall. Michelle Daughtry, who's the um, sister of the little girl was in Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. she was being Betty, she couldn't, you could see she was laughing because it was yeah. just so funny. And you see them nearly corpsing. Yeah, and it's like, that like means... they're trying really hard not to corpse. And it, yeah, and it means it's so good. It's like with uh, Bibi Newer for Lilith and Cheers. She's the same thing. You can see a scene with her trying to smirk, trying to bite her lip because she can't eat. And it's like, that means they love what they do. And yeah. it's funny. And that's what I love about people like that because they, don't, they do things like, 
I love actors, but I love more the small actors, the character actors, the ones that are like... Yeah, like David Jason. David Jason, Joan Sims, uh, Tati Jakes, that sort of thing, you know. Ronnie Barker. Ronnie, Bar- Ronnie Barker is my favourite comedian. You know what, when he, when he just looks through his eyes, he's like, you just laugh. You know. Yeah, and I mean, it could just be one look or, oh, just a comic genius. Yeah, like Clarence is a genius show. Oh, that was his last. Oh, I love that. Like Auntie's Jet Beat, one part of the episode where he's, he's blind, you see. So he has his glasses, but they don't work. Yeah. And he's trying to go off with Josie Chusen, who's like Gene Travers. It's and, a China one. The China one. They have them lay. And he <laughs> wants to plant, he, want, he was told to plant seeds, right? Well, unfortunately, he plants her auntie's jet beads instead and has a pack of seeds on the mantelpiece. Yeah. And then he thinks he's he's cooking an egg. But it's actually the China one. And it's like, that's a China. It's just so funny. Like, he tries to do stuff and it never works because he can't see. And it's like, it's just brilliantly done. And he's such a brilliant actor as well, as well as writer and comedian, that he can, he can play these different parts and he knows how to do it properly. Because I watch... Yeah, really... it, I mean, it just seemed to have this, this, this great... Aptitude for just stepping into a role, a, in, a, into a role that was all completely different. Yeah, and yeah, just think, running with can it. You think about it, like Arkwright and Fletcher are so different. Yeah, I love Arkwright better because like Arkwright like, is like even sound different, even though it's the same person. And you can't really tell it's him because no, of, because, yeah, no. Fresh, yeah, even when he's like Ronnie Barker and Ronnie's, you can't tell. And I think Arkwright is just genius. Like you know, the fact that he can do the stutter and know how to do the stutter properly, offending people and in the right moment. It just takes a lot of effort because you have to do it in the right in the right word because if you do it too often or too little, it doesn't work. But he yeah. knows how to play it, and it just it's brilliant. Yeah, and there was a story about Ronnie Barker when he was writing under one of his pseudonyms, Gerald Gerald Wiley, Gerald, Gerald Wiley yeah. and uh, it was only until the last minute that his comic partner Ronnie Corbett knew who it was. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that story another time if you're interested. Yeah. So write in. I know it was, it was brilliant. No, I mean. Honestly, in your life, if you don't have laughter, you don't have a favourite sitcom or so like that, or makes you funny, then you're not living. Because you can't... Yeah, but in saying that, I know someone that laughs at horror films. Who? Well, I'm not going to say their name, but it's my best friend. All right, They well, laugh at horror films, that's their... All right, okay. That's not my... Th- I mean, me and him tried... I, he, he showed me a, a film, it was one of the Saw films, and I lasted all of two minutes and ran out of the room. I can't stand horror. I can't watch that. I've watched it with the needles and like the film I put needles. I can't I don't watch like, that. I, I, don't, I don't like that feeling of being frightened. No, me neither. I just, this is why we watch Horror Being Served every day because, well, most days because, you know, we've seen it so many times now. It's timeless. Yeah. It's timeless. And John Inman and, 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 and um, Molly Sugden. Sugden are so funny. Like, like you, 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 I don't care what anyone says, you will never, ever be able to capture that magic again. No. Never. I mean, Sherry Houston, when she did her part of playing yeah. Molly in the like the reboot, it was yeah. all right, but... It, it's not it, Molly. It's not Molly, no. Because, like, do no. you remember that thing, a screenshot I took off the credits once, and the smile Molly Sugden had? Yeah. And it shot beaming because she, cause she was so proud of herself. It's yeah, like, and so she should be. Yeah, and it's like, you know, apparently, our sons were on talking about her on the one show years ago, Apparently, she used to come to take from school, and everyone used to say it's Molly Sugden. She was so happy Aww. and proud of herself. And they, but her, her sons were like, "My mum's Mrs. Slocum," and it's like, and they were so happy. And like, and then uh, Trevor Bannister who played Mr. Lucas. He used to come up to his wife and say, "Oh, you're gonna love this episode. It's so funny. Really? Tell her about it. yeah." And he, he, that that to me is like he he knows he 
he takes pride in what he yeah. did. And I'm like, you don't get that anymore. And it's like, no. To to me, right? I can't. Is, is there any comedies nowadays? Oh, they're all getting cancelled. I'll see. The problem is, unless you're see, in America, that, that's another thing that we don't like. If you don't have the audience laughter track, it's, we're not interested. No, yeah, I mean it's crazy. And as well, right? A lot of stuff is getting cancelled. They're, they're not as funny because there's a lot of things have been done. You've not got the actors anymore are capable of doing it because they're not. They don't exist. They don't train. They're not trained in it. Or yeah, they're just not letting the right actors through. Exactly, are writing stuff because what we need. What we need right now... I mean, I was listening to um, Denise Welsh's podcast. I listen to it quite often because I love Denise Welsh. And she was saying that a lot of the times they, they don't... Actors, they don't even go physically to the audition. It's just all self-tapes. That's not... You can't capture the essence of your personality or a character you're portraying yeah. over video. Yeah, because I was watching a few days ago. It was um, Paul McGann's... Like, audition for the doc- eighth doctor and the doctor who movie in the 90s and immediately he captured like what the doctor is in his own way mm-hmm. and he is brilliant like you could it, it's terrifyingly haunting great is that the one is that the the doctor that was only on like the audio yeah he's yeah. the audio on the movie yeah he's one of my favorites sorry and it's like you know there's things like that you don't get anymore no and i think and you see, like, a lot of these sitcoms you probably heard of on ITV and, like, Channel 4 are really good because the actors are good. Yeah, so, I mean, so, I mean, if it's not on Netflix, no one's interested these no, days. No, and I mean... And plus, we don't tend to watch telly because it's just too traumatising. Okay. You know, all I watch is Britbox, Disney+, Plus, Paramount+, Plus. that's all, and maybe... I'd... So, if you want a sponsor, I'll say any of those. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Because Britbox, to me, I got all classic Doctor Who. I may, it, may not be in yeah. surround sound. I got all sorts of sitcoms I watch. Then obviously Disney Plus, I get the Golden Girls, I get Sims, I get all the stuff I like watching on that. It's brilliant because it says buying a certain in the air satellite service that it's going to charge ninety pound for it, you know, or more. So you know, it is worth it. You know? Oh right, I had to think what you meant there. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to say the name because I don't want to get sued. No, you wouldn't get sued. We're just not mentioning them because, well, they don't sponsor us and they're irrelevant. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you, but you know, one of my favorite programs like just to watch all the time because not because like where it's made but it's still game i think still oh. game is just that's another one that you yeah you you couldn't watch before people have to know they have to know and edith <laughs> i'm edith and it's like you know i'll do the pint of guinness pint of guinness pint of guinness and it, you know what's funny about still game right <laughs> It could be anywhere in Scotland, or anywhere. Yeah, it could in, be. And, and they could have these characters, and it's not far fetched. What they do is not really far fetched. No, and like Jane McCarry, we were watching. Well, I was watching a live Instagram that Jane McCarry was doing with yes, one of my online friends, Glamour Granan, and uh, she said people love it so much because it's all about community. Yeah. And it, like you said, it could be your neighbour, your granddad, your uncle, your your auntie. Yeah, and you know, and you know what? And they, 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 they care for, the characters care for each yeah. other. Do you want a funny story I found out about Still Game? Mm-hmm. No, Linda Barton is where they film the interior shots for, you know, um, the River City, that lesser known, like, soap. Scottish soap, soap opera, yeah. Yeah. Not as good as Take the High Road, obviously, but. Anyway, yeah, basically, they were filming Still Game, and then Jane McCarry was dressed in the Isa outfit, watching them like Isa. And they couldn't concentrate because really? it was like eyes are watching them. I was like, 
and he felt annoyed in a good way because he was just distracting. It was like, that's how much fun they have on that. What's What's your favourite line from Still Game? I think I have to have to know. I think and oh no, I think when Isa falls in the mud. <laughs> that, sorry, I, I think what preceded that was just like and Isa goes to. What was her character? They were going to the pub. No, no, no. Oh. I'm thinking of when she was in the the steel landing, and she oh, says, yeah. "Winston." She was talking to Winston. She said, "Look, Winston, cards on the table." Yeah, I'm a nosy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, when she's Hi. in one of the the later on series when she meets like an old flame, and it's Craig Ferguson playing him, and uh, like the character is very handsome and good looking, but he then takes off his wig and his teeth and his bodysuit that makes him look young he's, yeah. and then because his prosthetic stomach is hanging over his crotch she goes to him oh what's what's the character's name is it Callum Callum yeah <laughs> Callum where's your wally <laughs> he's like it was bitten off by a, a dog or something a shark in a film where's yeah. your wally yeah I love Isaac the one you were talking about before is basically Winston was making a garden for everyone up oh, on the, the roof. Of the fact, yeah. yeah. And didn't want anyone. It was for Jack and Victor not to know. And it's like, she tried to... Come here, you slab of cabbage. Hi. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and you know, my favourite episodes from now is the later series when they're in the care home. And because I've worked in a care home before, so I know what it's like. I wasn't like. I wasn't like that, right? But basically, they're all there. And it's like, <laughs> they're getting treated like old buddies, but you know they're still there, right? And their medicine, their tea and coffee, and then and they have a party, right? And in the party, then Naveed is sleeping there and he's about to phone the police, but he takes a, a cabinet or chair or something from front of the window. Freedom! And it's like, this is so f- great. Liberating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so if, if if ever you're feeling down or depressed or anxious or bored, even just watch something that brings you laughter. Honestly, it, it really does improve your mood and it's what I like to start with every morning. Have my breakfast, watch some sort of comedy or, or just something like that'll make like me laugh. Mavis Riley. Hmm? Mavis Riley. That's what you watch, Mavis Riley. I don't really know. <laughs> oh, Mavis, you're a bit bampot. Derek! <laughs> Rita! <laughs> oh, God. Honestly, we could talk for hours about these shows. And we could. I mean, if there's anything that we've touched upon within this podcast episode that you want us to elaborate on. And it's resonated on, with you. Yeah, and uh, just get in touch if there's if there's if there's something in particular you want us to talk about, and yeah, I think we will leave this podcast at that. Uh, yeah, so if you've enjoyed this podcast episode, don't forget to follow the pod, leave us a review on whatever platform you stream from, and we'll leave you with this week's nonsensical yeah. advice. Before that, I want to say a sadness thank you to everyone in the City Cup again for what listening because yeah. it just it, it blows my mind that one place. Yeah, in, we're in, so popular in yeah. Sid Cup, so I know it. Thank you so much. I, Shout out to Sid Cup again. <laughs> and you know, and a nonsensical advice would be: if you're taking a bath, don't bathe in vin- bathe in vinegar. It'll take away all your spots and all your hard skin. Any advice given here shouldn't be an, an alternative for sound medical advice. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We will see you same time, same place next week. We're really sorry that it's been a little bit late this week, but we've, you know, we've had such a hectic week, but we had to just get something out to you. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Take care. Arrivederci.